Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and it's Friend Friday on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. So with spring and summer feeling like they're just around the corner, I thought it would be fun to talk to Holly Baker today because she can tell us about some wonderful vacation locations to try this year. So Holly, welcome to the show. This is your second time on, and you're on because you're the host of our hit television show, Vacation Rental Potential. But let me give everybody your background. Holly lives in Edmonton, Alberta, and if you listen closely, you can hear the Canadian accent. (laughs) She lives there with her husband, Sean, and her daughter, Ren, and their three dogs. So she's a dog person, so we love her. Yes. She has a passion for renovating short-term vacation homes across the country, and that's all across the U.S. and also in Canada. She's a fabulous designer and real estate investor, but of course, what makes her the most special is that she's the host of our primetime hit show, Vacation Rental Potential, which airs on A&E and on FYI and is in its second season now. So before we get into that, I just want to find out how a young woman from Alberta becomes a real estate maven and a TV host. Aw, thank you for making me sound so important and special. (laughs) That's why I love you guys so much. It's a long, convoluted road, but really what it boils down to is I've just always, always loved real estate. I remember being really young, like grade three or four, and anytime we'd go to the bookstore, And I was allowed to pick out a new book. I would actually go and pick out like home plans (laughs) or like blueprints. So I've kind of always had a fascination with not just the aspect of building or buying homes, but just like how people live in them, how we interact with our spaces. So it's kind of always just been a lifelong passion to deal with anything even tangentially regarding homes, vacation homes, rental homes. I mean, I love everything about it. So I kind of just started with buying my own home and after a couple of years and fixing ours just a little bit here and there and kind of just getting some know-how I felt empowered enough to start buying and selling real estate and so it's just kind of been something that happened organically and I think maybe just my passion for it maybe was something that was intriguing to other people I loved sharing everything I was doing either on Instagram or my blog So the call to participate in a TV show came totally randomly out of the blue, to be honest. Well, you're a great host. So fun. And I get to walk around every day and say, wow, I truly have a dream job. When I'm doing the TV show, it's a dream job. When I'm not doing that, I'm parked outside as we're talking right now, outside of renovation I'm doing at the moment. So it's like I'm constantly just getting to pursue my dreams. And if that isn't amazing, I don't know what is. 
Well, I love it. And I can see why you enjoy it so much because we see these makeovers basically. So on Vacation Rental Potential for people who haven't seen it yet, and you really have to watch it. It's so much fun. My husband and I watch it every week. And then we're in there trying to guess which home the people are going to choose. So you see a single person or a couple or a family who want to get a vacation home in a certain location. And they're trying to figure out which one to buy because it's an emotional decision, but it's also an economic decision. And it's basically a miracle. You have this phrase you say at the beginning of the show, (laughs) which is, what if I told you buying the vacation home of your dreams could actually make you money? And I love that because that's what the show's about. It's about using the power of the internet and listing these homes on homeaway.com or vrbo.com and being able to get that vacation home that maybe you use a week of every month and then you rent it out the other weeks and it pays for itself. You look at three different possibilities and then we watch them on the show, figure out which one they want. And then you have the surprise at the end where you show that home kind of refurbished with all the ideas you talked about during the show. And then they show us how they're already making money on their home. And it's just fabulous. It really makes me want to go and get one of these like in, in every vacation you community. Should. I know, but I have this you job. Really should, Amy. I have this seven day a week job at Chicken Soup for the Soul, but I could definitely see that as like my next career because it makes so much sense. Yeah, it really does. And it's one of those things where when we talk about what if buying the vacation home of your dreams could make you money. And it's not just about the dream of owning a home. It could be the dream of spending more time with your family or making special memories that you'll always cherish. I mean, there's so many ways people each have their own specific dream. And that's what I love about the show is that I've met so many people with dreams that I never even imagined would be a reason to buy a home or a motivating factor. And it's really refreshing to see people who are doing this. I think it's kind of one of those shows where you're just rooting them on. Like, you're like, okay, which one are they going to choose? I know which one I would choose. And like you said, your husband's usually sitting there or your sister or somebody in your family is like, oh, but this one is a way better fit for this or that. So everyone has their own idea of what the dream home is and what their dream is. So it's kind of fun to see those things come together in the reveal every week. And I mean, the people we've had are just so inspiring this year. You know what I love when the husband and the wife have different objectives. Like I remember watching the episode about Bend, Oregon, and the husband was all about the budget and the wife was way more willing to go over their $250,000 budget. And it was just funny. Like He was only going to pick a home that was (laughs) under budget, no matter how much income a higher priced home would bring in. And maybe it would bring in enough to really make it a better economic decision. And it's really been fun watching the husbands and wives interact. You know what else I loved? I was watching the footage for the Palm Springs episode, which I don't know if it's aired yet or not. But on that one, I was so struck by how much the couple cared about the experience that their renters would have. It was almost like they were hosting dear friends who they just hadn't met yet, but they talked constantly about how much they cared about picking a home that would provide a great experience for the people who rented their home. And that is something that is so consistent amongst all the people I've met in this industry. And it's not just on the show. Like it really is truly a labor of love for so many hosts out there. And sometimes we'll never see the faces of the people staying in your homes, but you feel a connection to them. And 
I think the people that really succeed at this business sense that connection right out the gate. And they definitely are people that I know will be really successful because this was a priority for them is the guest experience and making sure that their stay is as amazing as possible. Yeah, that makes sense. I've rented twice from VRBO.com houses, one in Maui and one in Costa Rica, where we brought our whole family. So we needed a big house and we had such a great time. And one case, I met the owner, the other case, I was emailing her a lot and they cared so much about our experience there. And that was really nice because I almost felt like I was their house guest. You know, it it really made a difference. Yeah. We're going to hear from our sponsor and then we're going to be back with more from Holly Baker. And we're going to talk about how you can look for a vacation home and figure out the economics of owning and renting one. And we're going to talk about some of the really cool locations that are covered on this season of Vacation Rental Potential. We're back with Holly Baker, and we've been talking about the miracle of making vacation home ownership possible by renting out your home when you're not using it. So Holly, how does somebody get started in picking out the location and then figuring out the kind of property and figuring out the economics and whether they can do this? It's really something that is personal to each person, but there is something that I would say is something that would be a great place to start. And that's that you should always start with something you're passionate about. So if you have somewhere that you're passionate about, whether it's your hometown or somewhere you remember growing up as a kid that had all sorts of special memories tied to it for you, um, you really do want to pick out a location where you think that there's something there for yourself if you're planning to use the property as well as guests. Maybe you want to be near an arena where there's a lot of sports events and music events and you're looking for those type of people on the weekends. Maybe you're looking for something a little more secluded if you're somewhere like in the Smoky Mountains where it's really scenic and people are there for outdoor activities. So try and plan to find a property that is as close to the draw for your area as possible and then make sure that that property caters to that type of guest. So definitely tune in because we give lots of tips every episode. And the economics really come down to making sure the numbers match what your monthly costs are. So, you know, assume you're definitely going to have probably some sort of mortgage payment. But then remember all the other costs that are involved. Sometimes there's homeowners association fees. There's definitely going to be cable, internet bills that you would have to cover. So there are some additional costs that you're wanting to make sure that your overhead is going to keep you afloat on. So that requires knowing your seasons, making sure that you're asking for a premium rate in those seasons to help cover those slower months. And almost every market is seasonal in some factor. So I mean, there's lots of things to consider. The HomeAway website definitely has a lot of these tips. There's an earn tool that can help you estimate what your property would earn. And I definitely would encourage you to start there because that earn tool number is basically aggregated from other successful properties around that home. So you're not just looking at theoretical numbers. You're looking at pretty accurate actual numbers from homeowners that are seeing a lot of success. Okay. Um, And if you're kind of scared, I mean, the first thing you can always do is 
get your toes wet. Maybe book your own home out on a holiday you've already planned for yourself somewhere. If your house is just sitting empty, just see how you feel with the idea and list your own property. There's never any harm in that. Some people try it and immediately go, oh, this is for me. Yeah. <laughs> some people go, I have to do a little more research. Yeah, I love watching the Earn tool on vacation rental potential when I'm watching the show. And I remember watching that couple that was picking out the right home in Bend, Oregon. And he was the one who was so focused on the $250,000 budget. And they ended up coming in under the budget and they bought a two bedroom, but it was cool because it had a sleeping nook upstairs and they also could do a pullout couch in the living room so they could actually accommodate like two couples with two sets of kids. And so I thought that was so creative the way you showed them. You can make this a two-bedroom rental, but you can also really sleep eight people here if you want. Yeah, really the sleeping capacity is really important with any vacation rental. Yeah, and what I love about watching Vacation Rental Potential also is how it exposes us to all these vacation spots that we would never have thought of before, places I didn't even know about. And I also love the mix. Like this season, we have Seattle and Atlanta to show more of a city location than we have Palm Springs for desert. We have the Delaware coast. We have Maui. We have Kauai. We have Galveston to do beaches. And then we have mountains. We've got, well, Palm Springs has mountains too. And we've got Bend, of course, with mountains. And we've got Mammoth Lakes and we've got the Poconos. So you're really giving people a little bit of everything, urban, mountains, beach. So 10 episodes that really cover every kind of vacation location. It's really fun. So much fun watching them and everything is so beautiful in these places. I know. I mean, I think that's the fun part of the show is we're not just getting a really good idea of how to find a vacation rental in some of these different climates and locations. But as someone who likes to travel, I really have found so much inspiration in places that I didn't know that I would love so much. I mean, Delaware was insanely adorable. I will be back for sure. Um, Bend, Oregon. It's such a picturesque community. Like every little place has something to draw people there. And maybe if you're not local to the area, you're not aware of it. So I love that our show also is kind of a really fun travel show as well. Yeah, definitely. It's funny. I had just been to Atlanta and Seattle. And so it was funny that the two urban locations were places that I've just been in the last few months. That's awesome. I know. I went to Seattle on vacation, but we stayed in a hotel, but it was still really fun. So great. I am so happy that we're doing the second season of Vacation Rental Potential, which is on FYI during primetime and it's on A&E on weekends. So look it up in your local listings. Holly, thank you for joining us today and for hosting Vacation Rental Potential. Thank you for having me. And I hope everyone tunes in and says hello on social media as they're watching. I'm always live tweeting as the episode's there. And yeah, I'd love to hear which one you think they're going to (laughs) pick. Yeah, that's so much fun. So if you want to learn more, you can go to homeaway.com and you can find that earn tool there. You can go on vrbo.com, which is where I've rented a couple of great vacation homes. You can go to hollybaker.org. And I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank Holly, and I want to thank everybody for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Come back for our next episode. We're going to talk about family bonding, but not on vacation. Instead, we're going to talk about family bonding in a different way by talking about how you can use the power of forgiveness to put the past in the past, which is where it belongs. <laughs>